Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Tutors of Life podcast, episode 30. 30. This is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. Sam, we're on episode 30. That's weird. Crazy. That means we've been doing this for 30 weeks in a row. Well, except for the one time we took off for a holiday. Yeah. Dude, we're coming up on a year we're, in like 20-some weeks. We're over halfway for a year. Crazy. Uh-huh. You want to know what else is crazy? What? The fact that I tried running that, like training for that ultra marathon, and it did not go well. Nope, it did not. Want to give everyone an update? It didn't go well. I messed up my feet and ankles pretty good. Um, I'm on my third full week of recovering from it. Yep. I still wake up in the, like, not every morning, but half the mornings I still wake up with, like, sore ankles, which is just stupid. I've never had sore ankles in my life. Um, so I'm really, really happy that I have those now. So I'm going to start running again Monday. Do you want to know what we call that, John? What's that? Aging. Yeah, I don't know if it's aging, but it's annoying. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start running monday slowly but i want to do the half marathon uh i think it's october 5th for the whistle stop uh-huh. so i want to do that so i just kind of want to get my feet and ankles used to the stress of running and then my mental strength will just bring me through the whatever 13.1 miles so you're gonna just start with like a mile or two instead of eight yep probably smart. one mile smart yeah probably do a mile like Monday, mile Wednesday, mile Friday, and just see if my shit handles it. Mm-hmm. Pretty dumb. Like, I can't, like, I really, sh- I, like, I knew my body could handle going in for eight miles. It was originally going to be 10, but we did eight miles. However, I did not know my body would not recover from that. Yeah, I, um, I gotta say, I think a lot of people were not surprised. Hmm. Yeah, I'm stupid. But that's okay because I learned and it was fun. It was a learning experience for it's you. It was fun. But, so anyways, uh, probably not going to do that again. Smart. Yeah. Oh, oh, Doge. It is uh, August 21st, 2021. Doge is at 32 and a half cents. Just fucking going, man. Yesterday, checking my cryptos, put this warm fuzziness in me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I bought into Cardano. Cardano? Cardano. Cardano. I don't know. A crypto Cardano. I just put a thousand bucks in like three months ago. So I, 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 I do mostly trading of cryptos. Like I don't hold long term. Mm-hmm. So uh, about three months ago, I was listening to just way too much Robert Kiyosaki, um, who is the just if you do not trust the government and you like the idea of decentralized currency um and and not paying unnecessary taxes listen to robert kiyosaki's podcast uh, the rich dad radio show um so i was listening to quite a quite a lot of that about three months ago and I was like, you know what? 
I'm going to start holding some cryptos. So Robert Kiyosaki's Bitcoin, 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 and some Ethereum. Um, but I was like, you know, I'm going to mix it up a little bit because I know when I go to buy other shit, like, um, uh, what is it, XRP, I think, XRP, uh, Stellar Lumens, that's pretty useful. I was looking at other, other cryptos that they believed were going to have a good use, and Cardano was on that. Um, then I got some Bitcoin, not a full Bitcoin, obviously, just bought a little bit of Bitcoin, a little bit of Ethereum because I knew those were pretty safe, um, and then topped off the, the sprinkle with some uh, with some Litecoin. And so, oh, sorry, Stellar Lumens XLM, XLM I got. Um, Namora, what was it, Mooncoin? I gave up on that. Uh, I, I still have some, so if it ever does anything, we have it. But most likely, that money is going to go to nothing. So I just ignore that that money exists. I wish you would just sell it and then you know invest it into something that'll make us monthly instead. No. So, anyways, um, I took and I bought those for long term holds, and I put them in. Uh, Coinbase just because I want to have a wallet so if I want to if if the need comes I actually can trade it out so I got hit with the fees up front so that it'd be in a wallet right um, does the wallet is the wallet the thing that gains interest while you hold it it can but this one doesn't okay yep some wallets do this one doesn't um, maybe it will for some stuff earn up to 5% interest Learn how to earn interest on Coinbase. Eh, maybe. Okay, cool. I'll look into that later. Um, but anyway, so I bought into this thing. So I got Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, XLM, Star Lumens. Those all are producing just fine. Like nothing crazy. I'm... I'm up around 78% on Stellar Lumens. Probably I'm up... Mm, 70% on Litecoin... I'm up 84% on Ethereum, Bitcoin, I'm up 65% roughly. So all pretty good, mm. up pretty good. Cardano, I'm up 133 fucking percent. That's insane. 133%, like what in the world? What do you mean I'm up that damn much? That's stupid, you know? So I was pretty pretty not upset with it's hard it's really hard to be upset with that you know what i'm saying oh yeah definitely so that was cool so my portfolio went up from i i so i sold out of some cryptos so like my day trading cryptos i sold out of that and So I sold out of like some day trading cryptos to hold some long term. And what I came up with was my, do, 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 do. I essentially, I don't know what the hell, I wish they had like percentages here on this, this neat thing called Coinbase. But essentially I went from about 6,600 to 11,800 so that's kind of what I've gone up it doesn't give me percentages um, but I think that's almost double 
Damn, dude. So I'm pretty happy with that. That I'm not selling any of that. I bought that just to hold it long term. I sold out of a lot of my other day trades to do holds on it. So I'll just be adding to that portfolio as I go. Wait, did you talk about what your Doge looks like or no? What do you mean? Oh, just like what you have in Robinhood or no? Um, no. So that's just Coinbase since Dogecoin isn't supported. Um, I use, or since Dogecoin isn't supported on Coinbase, I'm doing holds in uh, Robinhood. I kept buying and buying, so my average cost went from, originally it was like four cents, then I was at seven and a half cents, and now my average cost is 17 cents. Um, but I'm, I, I have, out of my Doge portfolio, I will be selling 50% of it once it gets back up towards its 70 cent previous high. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll be selling out 50% of that portfolio, keeping 50% um, for a long-term hold. So what are you up right now? Total return? Total return's 84%. Oh, mine's 211%. Yeah, that's a little better than mine. Yeah, my average cost is 10 cents right now. Yep, that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. I can't believe how much Ethereum goes up. Dude, I just looked at my thing and I realized I have money in Robinhood. I could have bought Ethereum while I was down last week. I'm, I'm it, really upset. It wasn't down last week enough to make it matter. It okay. was down okay. to like... No. But I've had money for a while and I didn't realize that. Yeah, the time to have bought into Ethereum was... was July 20th. Yep. So, and I bought in then... But yeah, I can't believe Ethereum is one of the best performing ones. It's it's quite amazing. Um, Ethereum and then Cardano, which just blows my mind. Sadly, I put a lot of my money in Litecoin and Bitcoin because um, I was like, well, Bitcoin's safe. At least I feel like it's safe. Litecoin was down a lot mm -hmm. for its high. So I was like, okay, it's got a huge growth potential, right? But then it went down more, didn't it? Yeah, it went down more. And then Ethereum, I was like, oh, Ethereum, it had a, a pretty good high, a similar percentage high of Litecoin, but it didn't go down near as much as Litecoin. Mm. However, it shot back up so much faster than Litecoin that I'm kind of kicking myself for not doing but, more yeah. Ethereum. But oh, we well, live and we learn. I did not realize Litecoin went down that far. Yeah, Litecoin went to like 120. 107. Yeah, it went stupid low. So I'm definitely going to sell out of all of my Litecoin. Well, I'm actually going to sell out of everything in my Robinhood um, when the when the time presents itself. But anyhow, um, I was very happy with uh, with my Cardano. Cardano? Yeah. Yeah, I was really happy with that. So it made me really happy. Um, and I guess I'll look into that interest thing on Coinbase and see what that's got for me. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I like cryptocurrencies too much. It's just because I let... Um, Rich Dad Radio Show, Robert Kiyosaki, he just talks too much truth into my ear. And I go, wow, Rich Dad, you just, he, he might sound kind of like a conspiracy theory guy, but everything he does is based off of um, history. Mm -hmm. So he's like, check it out. This happened before. It wasn't obviously with cryptocurrencies, but it was with currencies. So he's like, if you follow history, you know, history repeats itself. And one thing we can count on from the society is that we will not learn from history. Right. So um, it's fun to listen to 
him because he's like, I'm not just making stuff up. Like, this has happened before. That's why I feel it'll happen again. And I go, neat. I'm going to take some advice. Mm -hmm. So, um, that was my, that was my love for cryptocurrency rant. Yeah, that was only 10 minutes long. I'm sorry, everybody, if you don't like cryptocurrencies and you just wasted 10 minutes of your life. I apologize. But I don't really because I like it, so shut up. Beautiful. Go ahead, Sam. What do you want to talk about today, Sean, besides cryptocurrencies? I'm going to be honest with you guys. We don't have a topic today. No, not really. We don't have one. We're just going to go go on a little, a little chat. Um, Sam and I went to Ikea. Oh, my goodness, yes. Okay, so we were down in Milwaukee. We went to uh, the fair, the Wisconsin State Fair, mm-hmm. my first time ever there. Mm-hmm. What you, would you think? I thought that the deep-fried Oreos fucking smacked. Yeah. I thought that I thought that the deep-fried Reese's peanut butter cup was even better. I thought that the Euro stand that charged 12 damn dollars for a Euro was so freaking good because I asked for a double serving and they filled it like regular, realized they messed up, so they did like another regular size on top of it. And I had so much shit that that white cucumber sauce and and then the lamb meat overflowing that it was all over my I had I had fucking euro shit all over my face. Mm-hmm. It was like in my damn eyes there was so much of it. I didn't know what to do. My whole mustache was full. It was drooling down my chin and shit. And um and boy oh boy was that enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Those oh euros my. were so good. God, that was good. So good. Um so I like Really, the fair is to eat food, and that's what we did well. And then we went and watched uh, my cousin Maggie ride some horse. Mm-hmm. Um, so she did some horse races. I think they did six events. Yeah, six or five. Something like that. Six. And oh, yeah, because she got four seconds, a third, and a fourth. Yeah, and so she won points overall, so she took first place for the whole competition, and that was pretty sweet to watch. Mm-hmm, it was. Yeah, it was a really good time. Um, the... Uh, the arena was not packed well, so some horses fell, and that was, um, I think, the first time I ever been nervous watching horses run around. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Usually, you just watch horse racing. You're like, oh, this is cool. This is fun. Whatever. They're running, and then you see, we saw four horses go down. I'm like, Jesus, this isn't even enjoyable. Like, this is nerve wracking. It was so stressful to watch. Horses are big. Mm-hmm. Like, they're then, not small. Right, and like them falling like that, they could just they could injure themselves and ruin their careers the horses and the riders. and the girls yeah the one girl yeah. limped off yeah i was just like jesus almighty this is like a big animal to be fallen mm-hmm. so anyways that was kind of nerve-wracking mm-hmm. um and uh, i'm excited to watch somewhere they have good packed arenas yeah it shouldn't uh, it shouldn't be like that yeah you know i still don't understand why they didn't use the skid steers to flatten the ground but you know they should have brought a goddamn grader in they could have brought in something and, like, pulled out all the... There had to have been three, four inches of just, like, sod. They mm-hmm. could have just pulled that out yeah. and then had dirt, like yep. they probably should have. Yep. So I didn't understand that whatsoever. No. Yep. Um, but Maggie took first place because she's awesome and she's good. Um, so that was fun to watch. And then we went to a wet... Well, hold on. We went got up Sunday morning while Sam was getting ready for the wedding. I did what any normal sane man would do. 
and I found myself a Krispy Kreme donut shop. And I took an hour out of my morning to go get Krispy Kremes. It was more than an hour. It was an hour and a half to go get Krispy Kremes because I'm an adult, and that's what adults do. And so after I got my fix of Krispy Kreme that I get like once a year, I got ready for the wedding. Went to the wedding and had a pretty pretty fun time. It was a cool wedding. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, can't complain. It was. Uh, it was good. It was a good time. Good. Then after wedding, hung out with uh, Marie and Andrew. Mm-hmm. That was a good time. Yeah. Got to meet Hilo. Hilo. Hilo's a fun little pup. He is a fun pup. And then the next day, we're like, "What should we do?" Oh, that's right. We should go to IKEA. Wait. First. We drove by all of the big fancy houses in Milwaukee. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yep. Talk about not minimalizing. Right? Talk about not tiny homing. Those are mansions. Holy shit, dude. There was one. It looked like a fucking estate. There were some that looked like estates. I mean, they were. The one had a goddamn fountain. Like a fountain pool in front of it. Yeah, we're not talking like a fountain. We're talking like a goddamn fountain. Probably... 300 square feet fountain. It had to be bigger than that. It's fucking huge, it dude. It was huge. It's got the, like, so the whole thing's fenced in, and then you have the huge drive up, come around, like, roundabout driveway. Yeah. Like you would have in a hotel. Mm-hmm. And the uh, pool in the middle of it. Right. Um, I was just like, man, this is crazy. Yeah. I mean, that house was only for sale for $8 million, so. So it's a, what, what do they call it? Estates. Yep. Is it an estate? An estate. That was an estate. Um, and so there was a lot of just wow. Mm. Wow houses. Yep. They were cool. But see, here's the deal. Me and my minimalist lifestyle don't really need that stuff. You want a castle. Yeah, it'd be fucking sweet. Anyways. I want a damn estate. So first we got inspiration for the outside of a house, and then we went to Ikea and got inspiration for the inside of a house. But I don't understand you go into that Ikea and you just walk. All you do, isn't it? You just take right turns the whole time? No, we definitely took some left turns. Oh, okay. Well, the one in Minneapolis, you're always taking a right turn. How do you end up at the right place? Are you dumb? You go in a... What? I don't know. I'm stupid. Anyways, Ikea is super cool. They have the coolest stuff. I just like that they have... They have, like, rooms already set up so you can see the vang shui of everything. And then you can, like, see the items after. Yeah. But you get to see the vang shui, and that's what's important. Yeah, you get to see them in use first. Because when you just go to, like, a furniture store and there's just dressers and couches and stuff, you're like, okay, yeah, cool. No one cares, bro. But when it's set up in a vang shui and you can picture it, you can go, oh, my God. Then you get some ideas. Mm-hmm. So now Sean and I want to have an Ikea home. Oh, I think just having like a, just a, a room, an Ikea room would be, just taking like 120 square feet and making an Ikea room mm-hmm. would be fun. I mean, we're, we can get pretty close to it with our new office whenever we move into there. Yeah. Because both of our desks are already from Ikea. Yep. Oh, and my chair. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. We can make it a fun little computer room first, office. Yeah. So, yeah, I uh, 
that I came in. It's so cool. And I love that you can go. You, I'm such a minimalist, you know. Yep. And uh, and uh, what I love about Ikea is they'll, they'll be like, hey, this is based off a 400 square foot, like, flat. And it's like, wow, you can get all this into 400 square feet? Why do I have my why, why 1,800 do I, square foot house? Why do I have a 1,900 square foot house? Absolutely. I could have 400 square feet. I will say, okay, this is going to lead me into the next thing. Ikea's gangster. Mm-hmm. We know that. Mm-hmm. Sam and I look at tiny houses, and we got a tiny house magazine for fun mm-hmm. because we're adults, and we still buy magazines. Mm-hmm. But then we get rid of them, right? Why, babe? Because we're minimalist. Because of a minimalist lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So anyways, um, we, we're looking at this magazine. And the more I'm thinking about it, right? Because I do, I would love to downsize into a smaller place. But what Sam keeps reminding me of is like six months out of the year we spend inside and she doesn't like me enough to be in a small area with me is what she's told me a lot. Uh, it's, she's like, well, if we're in 400 square feet, get used to being single. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty harsh. So... That definitely sounds like I've said that. I know. That's why I said you said that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, well, let's go down to 300 then. <laughs> but anyways. You're so funny. Yeah, I try. Um... You know what I've realized? I just just talk like 90% of the time about just shit. Yep. Yeah, we'll probably keep it that way. Yep. Anyhow, so I'm looking at it. And what I realize, right? This lady was talking in her article in the magazine. Do people even read magazines anymore, Sam? They must because they still sell them. Isn't that crazy? Hmm. I don't know. I thought it was neat. I love them. The main... Okay. We should say the main reason we got them is because we're finally making our um, inspiration board. Right. So we... I tried to print off pictures um, from the internet, but they didn't turn out the greatest. They look like garbage. Yeah. So that's why we're going to um, get some magazines every once in a while and take pictures from them. Because we aren't fancy enough to have those uh, photo printing... Printing machines. Yeah, no. Those are fancy. No, if I ever want to print photos of us, I just order them off of uh, Walgreens. That I mean, what I think that is, babe, I think that's part of your minimalist lifestyle. It is, for sure. No, yeah, we don't, just don't need that printer. Nope. Yeah. But anyway, so you were reading about tiny homes. Reading about these tiny homes, and this lady's saying how, you know, their house, she didn't, I think, she, she didn't say how big hers was. I thought, uh, yeah, it, at the beginning. It's like 400 square feet. It's just under 400. Just under 400? For, yep. All right, so just under 400 square Perfect size. Um, her, her husband, her son, and two beagles mm-hmm. live in there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's some bodies to throw in under 400 square feet. Yep. Um, but what she was saying was... They have that small house, right? But how they have their outdoor setup is they spend most of their time outside. Right. And so they, they're they not focused around being indoors. Their hobbies aren't watching TV, right? Like their hobbies are outdoor things, hanging out outside, 
stuff like that. Right. Um, and they said, electricity-wise, the average family in a 2,600-square-foot house uses 937 kilowatts of energy every month. Mm-hmm. So they averaged theirs out over the past year, and they had 98 kilowatts of energy use per month. That's insane. That's 10 times less. Damn, dude. That's insane. That is insane. What is an electricity bill with 98 kilowatts? Like $6? It's got to be so small. It's insane. We should honestly look up how much our house uses. I don't want to. We also need to change out that light. I know. Yeah. But. Um, Crazy. Yeah. It, so that's like. It, w- it would be cool to do it. But we, j- we just couldn't do it here. So what we decided. And what we talked about. Tiny home living. And stuff like that. Would be very viable. In locations. South. Mm-hmm. Locations that. If they freeze, they only freeze for a couple days a year. Mm-hmm. Places that you can do outdoor activities. You can sit outside. You can, you know, be outside for over 300 days a year. Right. It's the it's the places like up here where there's actually a good four months where your activity level outside is... To drive places and to shovel. Mm-hmm. You're not just sitting outside on your patio. Right. And then another four months of just, it's just too cold to be outside. I think you'll get that in other places south. I mean, you'll you'll have like but still, there's 50 a, degree weather. There's like a solid like, I would say six to eight months where we're not going to want to be outside. Right, right. And so that's where your outside space that you'd use somewhere south, you now have to incorporate inside. Plus, your electricity bill is going to go through the roof because it's fucking under 30 degrees so much. Mm -hmm. It's under freezing so much. Yeah. But if you move south, somewhere a little warmer Mm year-round. Yeah, because the other tiny home I read about, it was just a couple. So they don't have any kids or dogs or anything. But their house was 250 square feet. Yep. But they had an additional 600 square feet of outdoor space that they have. So, yep. like, a deck and then a screened-in porch. Yep. So, that's, like, decent amount of space then. 250 plus, like, 850 square feet in total. Right. Is not bad, but it would be terrible up here when you could only use that 600 square feet for four to six months a year right well and think of when we were down in hawaii um we were walking to the beach and there was that um guy who had a little oh yeah his like office was like in the shed outside yeah so you know those um what the hell was it it was the sheds because did he he was he the one with the conix box shed no no it was like just a tiny it was tiny yeah it was like um one of the it was like one of the ones you buy at Menards mm. for like the plastic ones, the six by eights. So what's six times eight? 48. 48. So this dude had 48 square feet. Uh, and it 
it was just one of those like plastic sheds that you open up and close. You, you can pick them up. The six by eights you can pick up for like 350 bucks. Mm -hmm. And he had his office out there. Mm -hmm. And just door open. Door open, computer. hanging out, working on his computer. I was like, dude, who'd have ever thought, like you cannot do that up here. Yeah. You cannot do that up here. But down there, you can. And then there was another one we saw. Um, it was, uh, it was a construction company working, mm -hmm. but it was like this little, maybe 60, 70 square foot little Connex box. Yeah. And they had their office set up in there, um, running the construction site. And I was like, that's fucking genius. Like that's going to one hold up to the, to the, uh, elements outside. And you know, cause that, that shed could, I mean, if you have your stuff out there, your computer, all that stuff. If you get a bad storm, that could wipe that out. Right. Unlikely, right? Like, most likely it's not going to happen, but it could. You have a Conics box, 60-square-foot Conics box for your office. Dude, that ain't getting wiped out. No. Nope. Um, and so, it, it's just really neat when you don't have snow, okay, which is just this concept I've yet to wrap my mind around. Right. You don't have snow. You can get so creative with your living arrangements and bring your carbon footprint. All right, guys, I'm not a hippie. Check it out. I'm not a hippie. However, something about not killing the earth sounds all right to me. Mm -hmm. It sounds okay. Yeah, no, it, it'd be smart to, you know, take care of the planet that we live on. Plus, I mean, if we brought down our utility bill from, like, 900 kilowatts a month to, like, 200 kilowatts a month. Mm-hmm. Save some money. It ain't going to hurt my pocketbook. That'll probably help. Yep. Um, and so I was just like, man, you can... We, we saw that down in Hawaii. You can get so creative. Oh, yeah. And it kind of gives you, like, you get your office feel, but you don't have to go far. Mm-hmm. Um... So I, don't know, I liked it. I I like it a lot. I think it's. I think if you do stuff like that, you can really enjoy the world more. Yeah. You're spending less time inside, and you're spending more time with Mother Earth, and enjoying it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So that's. I kind of. I kind of like that idea. Yeah. You know. Yeah, Sean and I. Uh, we've talked about it for a while not staying in Wisconsin forever just because productive people don't live in northern states. Some do, but most productive people live south. Yeah. It's just up here it gets so cold and we only get daylight from 8 a.m. until 4 p.m. and it's just real depressing. Yeah, think about it up here like you typically do stuff from sunup to sundown. Yeah. There's times I will go to work. It is dark. I will come home. It is dark. In the winter. In the winter. In the summer, if you get up with the sun in, 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 in the Eau Claire area, Wisconsin, if you get up around 530, the sun's coming up in the summer. Um, I'd say earlier than that. There's been times when your mom's gone to work at like 4, 430. Yeah. And it's up already. It's it's already. Okay. So yeah, like the sun's coming up. Mm -hmm. early mm -hmm. and the sun is setting eight nine 
9.30 in the summer. Though. Holy shit. So you got time. And so it'll, like, there will be nights when we're, like, doing stuff and the sun starts setting at, or, you know, it's getting close to setting. It's like, holy man, it's 9 o'clock. We've been up doing stuff from, like, 5.30 to 9. Mm-hmm. How neat is that? Mm-hmm. And so then you call her down for the day. Okay, whatever. Go inside, clean up, go see peas. Um, then you get up the next day, do it again. Now, in the winter, it'll be like sun will raise at like 8 and set at like 5. Or 4. And I'm like, dude, you can't even, like, you actually, when you get home and it's dark, you don't want to do anything. Right. When you wake up in the morning at 5.30 and you have three hours of dark, that's hard to, like, be motivated. Yeah. And so when you're talking of adding on six, seven, eight hours of daylight a day that you can go do stuff and it's warmer, so you can take your pup out for walks, you can go out, hang out, whatever you want to do, it makes it, oh, it seems to make it a lot more of an enjoyable life. You get to enjoy so much more of your life. Oh, yeah, 100%. So... I just just blows my mind. Yeah, it would just be nice, and not have to dealing with snow. Right. Like, Dude, I like snow. Over. I just don't like living in snow. Snow's cool. Mm. But I hate living in it. Right. Be fun to make a trip up, go like to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go snowboarding like once a year. Yeah, a if Colorado I got trip. if I got to choose to go see snow, um, I'd be much happier. Yeah. Then I just wake up one morning and there it is in my yard, mm-hmm. on my car, mm-hmm. in the driveway. Absolutely. Yep. It makes a lot of sense. Yep. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. The world's such a crazy place. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Snow sucks. Yep. Even like in Iowa. Oh, so I was not far from here, right? Yeah. Um, even there, they get a lot less snow than we do up here. They're still getting snow, babe. Barely. Tell me down somewhere like Florida. I know, but I'm just saying, Damn. like, even places that are only like five hours away get so much less than we do. Right. You know, it also just blows my mind. What? No rust. Oh my goodness, yes. I'm working, so I'm changing the brakes last night on my new Forerunner. That's not new. And everything's just rusted to shit. So bad. Everything's rusted to shit. I'm like, dude, what would it be like to not work on something that's just disintegrating Mm. when you work on it? Mm -hmm. It would be insane. That's why it's so hard for us to justify buying a brand new car because... It just gets fucked. Yeah, it's, it's so useless. And they don't last long. No. Like... The fact that Sean has a car from 2005 and it's the body hasn't rusted out is impressive. Well, it's because the body's all plastic. You know what I mean. Yeah. Like the frame and shit. Well, the frame's pretty fucking rusty. It's a, it's a rusty machine. Yeah, that was bad. But she runs, it runs good. Yeah. But yeah, no, I just, uh, I'm, uh, uh, it is wild thinking of the joys of longer days all year long. And no rust. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It sounds so nice. Mm-hmm. It sounds so nice. Um, 
but there's things that run into that issue like I have a couple businesses up here uh, you have your full-time job up here that you really enjoy mm -hmm. and um, moving would definitely inhibit those things yeah so it's just a it's a plan for the future right now yeah yeah um, but it is something that's going to happen yeah boy I really want it to happen mm -hmm. talk about not having to wake up with snow talk about just enjoying mother nature dude just thinking think that thinking that like this like oh uh, I may only have like two or three or four more winters like winter winters wouldn't that be crazy so weird to think about. Oh, that'd be so cool. So cool. Mm. Ugh. You know, when I was a child, winter was my favorite time of the year. I think it was for everyone. Everybody just loves winter as a child. I remember just spending hours outside. Hours. Yeah, you'd go till your fingers and feet were numb. Mm-hmm. And now I'm outside shoveling for like 10 minutes. I'm like... Fuck this. Mm -hmm. I want to be inside. Yep. It's cold. Yep. My feet got wet. Yep. Gross. Yep. Ugh. And it makes, like, snowboarding and, like, skiing not as fun either because you just, it, I don't know, just living in it just makes the winters just miserable. Yeah, it's like it's so cold out. Yeah. And then I'm going to go be in the cold more my door. That's why I don't like ice fishing, dude. Mm -hmm. Ice fishing's fun. But it's not fun when you're, like, cold all the time. Then you're like, oh, I'm going to go be cold for more time. Mm -hmm. I wasn't built for winter. Oh, you weren't built for winter? Yeah. Imagine me. I get cold after a few hours out there. I get cold after, like, half an hour. No, you get cold after, like, a couple minutes. Yeah, actually valid. I'm cold all the time. Winter, that's also why I hate winter. And this is why I also love being hot. I love it. You're hot it. all the time, baby. Oh, thank you. Um, but yeah, I I live probably nine months out of the year just being cold constantly, never being warm. Could you imagine being warm twelve months out of the year? It it's my dream. It is my dream. It's yep. And now, like that's that's just why I enjoy hot weather. We go to like. Florida and Sean will just be like, "Oh, it's so hot." I just pour sweat like a goddamn sow. I spend the majority of my time in short shorts and a tank top. And I like enjoy being sweaty because it means I'm not cold for once. I just sweat like a fucking sow. You do sweat a lot. Um, I do think it. Well, Ron DeSantis might be one of the coolest men in the world. Um, who's he? He's the uh, governor of oh, Florida. Got it. But I would have a hard time living in Florida. Yeah. It's just so hot there. And they got gators. Alligators. Dude, that shit's whack. Mm-hmm. Just hot. And doesn't, like... And alligators. Don't, doesn't Texas have, like, weird, like, scorpions and snakes Texas and spiders and shit? Texas is fucked up, bro. They got all sorts of weird shit. Does South Carolina have a lot of shit? I don't know. Okay. South Carolina is an option. North Carolina is an option. Tennessee? Tennessee, because there's no uh, income tax. That's a good option. Mm-hmm. And you're the only 10 I see. <laughs> get it? I get it. Where'd you get that from, Sam? I don't know. You got it from a show that's actually filming their 10th and 11th season. Or 9th and 10th season. Okay, they're not the one, first ones to say that. I know, but they say it. That is true. Letter Kenny. 
filming ninth and tenth season right now. Tenth and eleventh. Tenth and eleventh season. Mm-hmm. What a show! What a show! What a show! Yeah, because they have to have an episode come out on Christmas. Can't fuck with tradition. Can't fuck with tradition. I'm excited. You excited? Hell yeah. Yeah. I was actually thinking, right? What if you got rid of Hulu and Netflix? No. What would happen? I'd probably read more books. Would life be enjoyable still, I wonder? I'm. There's tons of people that do it, so I'm sure... Like, no. If you don't know... People do that? Yes. That don't live in third world countries? Correct. Oh my god. You have to think, people, like if... You're not going to miss it if you don't know what it is. I saw a dude at the store the other day with a flip phone. I was like, holy shit, buddy. It ain't 2005. Flip phones are coming back. Holy man, dude had a flip phone. I'm like, bro, do you know that it's 2021? I saw that thing. I was like, sure, isn't that supposed to be in the museum? Um, Because Samsung just came out with a new flip phone. How do you text on those anymore? T9, baby. Fucking no one knows how to do that anymore. Besides that, dude. Dude, you don't remember the T9? I brained up so much shit, babe. Gotta push two, okay. three times Samsung to get came out with a flip phone that's touchscreen that turns into a smartphone. Still a flip phone. You Don't did not specify. Don't. Okay. I'm talking unsmartphone. Dude can't even Google on that bad boy. You've seen my dad's phone? Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. But they don't know. Like, they don't know what they don't know. That's so true. Honestly, if I think back to... We, we talked about innocence the other day. If you oh, think yeah. back to your innocent days, before smartphones, before Netflix, before you Googled any answer you had, back when you just didn't know stuff, and you didn't have a way to find out, so you're just like, meh. That shit was a whack time. Dude, I remember being just like a kid and just being bored. Bored? And you would just sit there and just let your mind wander. I remember I would just, like, see how high I could count. I used to do the finger twirly thing with the pencil. Oh, yeah. yeah. You just twirl the pencil until it drops. Yeah. I think I got to 160 or 180 one time. Yeah. I think I said that on the podcast once. Oh, yeah, you did. You would just be bored. Yeah. But now, when was the last time you were truthfully bored? I tried the other day. But it probably only lasted for like five minutes at max. Yeah, because then you just grab your phone. Mm-hmm. Crazy. But also now, like being an adult, my mind just has so much to think about. Mm-hmm. Because like I think about like past memories and like things going on. So I can't just be bored because I just have so much going on in my mind. Do you think? It is 100% because of technology. Right. Mm-hmm. It's 100% that way. Um, I think there's like a huge like ADHD problem because we never just sit there and do nothing. We never let our minds just calm. Right. Mm-hmm. And like you and I both, we've talked about it. it's really hard for us to like meditate. Oh yeah. It's it's just impossible for us to have our brains be calm and not think of anything. 
Oh, right. It just, mine just goes into, like, these tangents that just go deep, and it all has to do with, like, shit I know I could do. Mm-hmm, 100%. And it's, like, you, it's so hard to let your mind wander when all it wanders to is, like, oh, I have this to do, this to do, this to do, this to do, this to do. I'm trying to meditate, but I could be doing this, or I could... Right. Um, Which, I mean, they do say the more you do it, the more, like, the easier it gets. Yeah. But now I've been hearing more people say to meditate um they just let their mind wander do mm-hmm. all of that thinking because then once your mind does it all once then it'll be able to be calm and not think about those things again mm. makes sense mm-hmm. good um yeah I, I think that's also like why there's such like an anxiety problem too right now because um, people are just they have to always be doing something so if you're doing nothing people just get anxious because they're just like i need to be doing something like something needs to be going on and stuff like that yeah yeah it's going to be interesting to see how um uh life progresses with technology it will be interesting so like rob bailey Mm -hmm. oh yeah he now does um he just started this week uh, no phone Wednesday, so he will not have his phone on him all day Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. He's like, if there's an emergency, figure it out. If you need me for something, tough shit. And his wife's like, well, how are we going to find you? He's like, you'll run into me. Mm-hmm. You might run into me. Or you might not. You don't really know. Right. But he, just no phone. Yeah. I how crazy. I That's like one thing you and I have talked about, why we love traveling, like to foreign countries. Oh, yeah. Because, and now now it's getting easier, but for a while, it, it was, like, impossible to have, like, any phone service in foreign countries because it was really expensive. Mm-hmm. It's gotten a little bit better now. But you and I loved that about going to Asia because we were able to escape, really. Mm-hmm. Like, we could only go on, like, the internet when we were at our hotel, which was very little. Right. Um, That's the definition. I, I feel... I feel like, my definition of minimalism would be that, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's not necessarily the materials, it's the interconnectedness. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when we were... And think about any time you're on vacation in a foreign country, people. Your phone's not working. The only time you have service is at the hotel when you have Wi-Fi. So you don't even take your phone most places. Yeah. And that's why you and I talked about getting a camera is so we could leave, just leave our phones and not give a rats. Right. And, and you can go do these things and it's just the like innocence of it. You're, you're a part of like the, you're one with nature essentially, or like the community, whatever you can do it in a city even, but you're not on your phone. Mm. Um, and that I think is like a form of minimalism. We don't know. Yeah. I, that's one practice I started doing actually a while ago before I met you, Sean, is like, if I'm at like a concert or an event or something, I don't take pictures while I'm there anymore Mm -hmm. because I want to enjoy it through my eyes and not through like my screen Mm -hmm. because there were so many people that I would see there that they would just record the whole thing. And I'm like, okay, but you're not actually able to watch it. Like, you're looking at your screen watching it. Right. Um, and so most 
events and everything, I try to stay off my phone as much as possible just to actually truly enjoy the moment. Right, which is good to do. Yeah, so that's why it would be nice if we had, like, an actual camera because then we can just leave our phones and, like, if we want to take pictures, we can. Yeah, but nothing too crazy. You don't need too crazy of a phone. Or a, a, of a, a camera. camera, yeah. Something you can bring with you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just that stuff kind of gets me excited. Yeah. You know, that shit gets me mm-hmm but it's yeah something that it's it will try and work into our lives in the future absolutely i think a lot more people are going to actually mm-hmm. i think we've gone so far as a society that we're we're losing it mm-hmm. um and i i see more people like rob bailey and stuff who are doing things like that too getaway and there's so many people that talk about don't use your phone in the morning and like turn your phone off at eight well like we don't get to enjoy life anymore because people Mm -hmm. are just on their phone scrolling through other people's lives i mean yes it's cool to like see what people i like went to high school are like doing now but at the same time i'm just like why do i care we don't like you really shouldn't or we really you know you you really don't right and the other day i was like telling you i was on facebook and it was just depressing news after depressing news because i went on like facebook's news articles and oh, yeah. every single article was just depressing and i was just like why do why do people even want to read this like yeah it's it's literally making our country and our society a depressing culture because no one talks about good news anymore like it's all mm-hmm. depressing and ugh. Yeah, it's gross. And we don't need to be worrying about other people's problems. Like, we should be worrying about ourselves, our own lives, and making sure we're improving ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I like to go on Instagram more now than Facebook, just because you just look at pictures, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And most pictures are positive. But, mm-hmm. yeah, Facebook is just a depressing thing. And if it wasn't for, like, a lot of your and my family, I, will, I would have gotten rid of my Facebook years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you there. It's a crazy world. But anyhow, let's wrap this up because it's time for breakfast. Okay. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. We didn't really cover anything, but we covered stuff. Yeah, we talked about cryptos, tiny homes, and... Minimalism. uh, Minimalism. Don't forget that. I won't forget the minimalism. Ikea. Ikea. Inspiration. And uh, get off your phones. Live a life. Mm-hmm. Oh, and how much winter sucks. Oh, yeah. Oh, my all. God, winter sucks. Mm-hmm. Anyways, thanks for tuning in, guys. Love ya. Catch you on the next one. See ya.